What's going on, my friends? Welcome back to On The Hill. We are back for another week. Um, Boys, it is appearing to be a shorter episode this week. Just a few things to discuss, a few things to debate. Um, But as we always start off, let's check in. How are we doing? Doing good. Yeah, we're getting to that point. You know, playoffs are winding down. We're getting closer and closer to championships in both uh, basketball and hockey and college baseball. But, uh, you know, things are we're in that we're in that period where things are about to start slowing down, but we're still in the thick of it. So we're loving it. We're vibing. We're ready to go. Let's get into it. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, you know, always a pleasure. Uh, the super exciting, I guess, week. Good to be back. Uh, like I said earlier, track and field has. Yeah, four seconds it. to go. <laughs> He's just good to be back. It's good to be back. It's, it's always good to be back. <laughs> Did I tell you it's good to be back? But anyways, track and field, uh, after this weekend, we concluded our season, well, our collegiate season. Um, you know, that's the last last bit of Clemson athletics for this athletic calendar. Um, so, you know, our last, our last hill rundown we'll give today until next fall. Um, so, you know, kind of transitioning into a different, different content a little bit, uh, not, not so much collegiate athletics anymore for the for the time being uh but super pumped up glad to be back as always let's get into it um yeah as colin said we'll we'll start with what we normally start with the hill rundown um gonna be the final one for the year jack i know you said you had some recruiting news you wanted to touch on let's uh, i want to start with colin let's let's start with colin for the final wrap-up of track yeah so we went into eugene oregon this week uh national championship online um some aspects of the meet uh went a little little south not quite what we expected um a little disappointing there however you know everybody it's been a long season everybody went out and and gave their best um uh, came out with a couple of first and second team all-americans and then Guest and friend of the pod, Roger Stona, hit a nice personal best to end up taking home second place in the competition on Friday afternoon. Um, so super excited for him. Uh, really good time to hit a PB, uh, especially going into to trials for, for your country coming up for national for national teams. Um I believe the U.S. and Jamaican trials uh, are here in the next coming weeks. Um, so really a good time to, to be hitting stride. Uh, he's going to need some some big numbers to, to try and land that one of those coveted spots on the Olympic team because that's just so competitive uh, across all nations. Um, you know, overall, really good uh, competition. Saw a lot of collegiate records set. Um in the men's 10,000-kilometer uh, race, the previous collegiate record was broken by 10 athletes. That's crazy. That's an, that's- uh, so the way, uh, technically, it was only broken by the one, but 10 athletes ran times faster than the previous collegiate record. That's, that's dumb. Like a match the record just to get it broken again. Came in tenth, being like, "Man, I just broke the collegiate record," but Wait. you only came in tenth. 
how many how many athletes were in that like a specific event? Was there a ten? No, it was more than ten. It was okay. the ten. It was the ten uh, k. So it would have been okay. Um, probably like twenty four or so. Something okay, like I was I was thinking maybe that like it was like a I don't know four hundred meters. Per, I didn't hear if you said the event earlier or not, but I was thinking that there were like ten specific runners in that event, and they all just broke the record, but only nine, nine of them lost from breaking the record. Still, that's how it happened. That would have been nuts. That's what happened. Yeah, just I mean, absolutely crazy. Um, we saw a new collegiate record in the women's hammer, uh, a new collegiate record in the women's disc, um, and a couple more that I can't think of off the top of my head. Uh, but a really competitive meet. Uh, wow. Let's see. Uh, so yeah, that 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 wrapped up our season. Um, everybody's gonna hit hit the off season if 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 your season ended um, after this weekend. If not, you're gonna be ramping it up trying to trying to sh- have some strong showings uh, leading up to the Olympics. Love to see that. I'm so pumped for the Olympics, man. I'm so ready for that. It's such a fun event to watch. But uh, no, good wrap up there, Colin. Shout out, Roger. You know, you can never be sad if you're hitting your PB, um, especially That's in that true. kind of setting. So nothing to be mad at himself about. Great showing. Love having him on um, earlier in our in our episode. And I'm glad he's still showing out for the track team. Um, Jack. Hit us. What we got? Well, uh, the last couple of pods, I've been talking a lot about the class of 2023. Kind of the first round of offers went out. But uh, this weekend, we had a lot of our class of 2022 guys in town. Uh, some commits that, we are, uh, that we've already got, you know, committed to us. Kate Klubnik, uh, obviously our quarterback for the future, hopefully. Uh, Adam Randall, pretty good wide receiver. Uh, Colin Sadler and uh, Blake Miller, some OTs. They were also in town. And we had some targets guys were trying to get. Uh, some big names, uh, five-star Travis Shaw is a big DT. Um, five-star corner Jaden Lucas from Malden High School, local Greenville guy. Uh, we had him in town too. Uh, five-star safety Keon Sab, one of the best safeties in the class, really would be big if we uh, grabbed him. And another standout, a guy related to one of our favorite Clemson players, uh, Trevor Etienne was in town. So, you know, hopefully we get the other Etienne brother. That would be freaking awesome. And uh, Dabo also just offered the number one kicker punter in the class, Robert Gunn. So, uh, BT Potter on the hot seat. But he'll probably be gone by by the time Robert Gunn comes in town. Oh, but, uh, we offered a kicker, Colin. N- nothing. A lot of silence from Colin's end. Hopefully he's uh, better than some of the kickers we've had in the past. But, uh, but, yeah, that's about our class of 2022 news. Hopefully we can uh, get some more guys signed. I really like – that was really just, you know, really just attacking the top players at each position. We haven't really seen that in the past couple off seasons. And I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking he's just the best player at each position. Just cast our net, see who we can get. But uh, some other recruiting news. We had Arch in town last weekend. We all saw the pass to our boy, Young Concrete Mateo. We loved it. Unfortunately, this weekend he is in Texas – and apparently he is loving Texas as well. So Sarkeesian, I don't know what he's doing, putting some money under the table. But uh, if he goes to Texas, that'd be very, very sad. Did y'all see where uh, Big Dave said he wouldn't be surprised if Young Concrete played for Alabama? Yeah. I don't know how I feel I, about that. That's some LeVar Ball like mentality right there. He's just yeah. trying to start a rivalry between his two sons before they even one of them's even in college. But, I don't uh, even know, like, 
the way he, Jake's going to be on our team when his younger brother goes, like goes into college. So he's going into his is he going to his junior year? Yeah. No, DJ will be gone. Yeah. DJ is uh, going to be a sophomore, and he'll. Yeah. No, I'm saying Young Concrete's going to be a junior in high school. Oh, oh, oh yeah. So, so he'll be he'll, DJ will be drafted by the time time he's in he's in college football. I don't know how I feel about that whole tweet that he that he sent out saying that he would love for his son to play for Saban because like he's always been a hundred percent Dabo guy. Not that he can't like Saban, but like he never showed this love for Saban with DJ. I'm sure DJ visited Alabama. Am I am I missing something here? I'm never a fan of dads get involved in their son's recruiting. I just think it's just all a big publicity stunt. I mean, he just wants to get someone to talk about his Mateo doing – just keep basically keep him in the news rotation. But I don't know. I don't know if I believe that or not, but we'll I mean, see. He, 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 you're probably right to some extent. He probably – I mean, not that he doesn't love Dabo or love Saban. It's just that he's trying to get more publicity than anything in this situation. So I, I, I see what you're saying. Probably right. But, uh, I mean, we're, hey, listen, we're acting like Arch isn't going to take business everywhere. All right? Everybody wants the kid. He's a popular commodity. He's going to love other schools in Clemson. But I think, in the end of the day, we have a very good draw. And if he goes to Texas, he's just dumb. But, uh, yeah, at least go to a – I don't know – I don't know. I just don't like Texas. I'm glad he's not going the you know the route where his uncles went. I think, I think if he went to Tennessee or Ole Miss, it'd be kind of, I don't know. I feel like he should make his own path. That's that's my advice. If our if the path is Clemson, I'm all in. If not, oh well. You're basically saying you better come to Clemson. Better come to Clemson or you're dead to me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, all right. Any more news? I mean, not really. The rundown. Kind of sad. No more, no more uh, big Clemson sports going on to update every week. So I guess we'll sign. Be off. a long drought to the fall. I guess we'll sign off and bring it back here pretty soon. Well, it's not going to be that long of a drought. It'll be about a month and a half, and then we'll be back. Well, that's like the longest drought we have in the entire year. That that month of July is always just it's be just positive, boys. Be positive. Listen, I don't know. Hey, don't keep bad mouth get us July. up, Colin. We're getting too negative. I'm about to say right now, Jack, do not bad mouth July. July is the best month of the year. What happens in July? Oh, Braves? What? What? No. July 4th. Oh, oh, our country, our beautiful country. You're right. I, I did just bad. I apologize, America. I mean, it's also like my birth month, but you know, it's not bad. Oh, well, no, no. <laughs> wow, ulterior. <laughs> <laughs> I just played the complete guilt card on you and just threw that in. Yeah. I take it back. I take uh-huh. it back. after July fourth, terrible month. Uh huh. Yeah. July fourth is basically still June. Yeah, you might as well just tack it on. It's like June thirty. That was the most insulting thing you've ever said about America, Colin. <laughs> Let's just call it June thirty fifth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next topic. Um. Let's let me go ahead and bring this up. We have a guest on later this show. Um, let me just give our quick thoughts about how it went. The guest is my girlfriend Becca Foster. Um, we had this grand plan that we were going to ask her questions and, and test her sports knowledge. Um, turns out that even though I've been dating her for five and a half years, she's way smarter in sports than I thought. She absolutely dunked on Clark just to I keep mean, and sweet. It was like Jason Terry LeBron James poster 
style on that alley from Wade. But, you know, she brought up some just unnecessary topics as well. There were some moments that I was questioning it, though. Like, it was like how she's such an Azuna supporter. Who knew? (laughs) She apparently loves Marcelo Azuna. She doesn't know where Asia is or that it was a continent for a little while. She thought, yeah, yeah, Korea and Europe, that's a bit, bit off. And, uh, there was a few other moments, so that will leave for uh, that will leave for viewership or yeah, a couple listen- teasers for you. Listenship is that is it viewership? Listenship? What is that? The listeners. Listenerhood. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the listener gang. Um. Anyways, that will be at the end of the episode, and when we sign off, we will throw that epi- uh, interview at the end, and y'all enjoy that. I don't know, fifteen minutes of tomfoolery. But until then, let's debate a few things, fellas. Um, first, I think, and foremost, we need to start with the big news coming out of college football this weekend, other than recruiting news. Um, the 12-team playoff looks to be on the, on the horizon in the near future. Uh, before we get into any details of it, let's see what y'all think. Just a 12-team playoff. What do y'all think? Initial reaction. I'm in support. I, I think the playoff needs to be expanded. I think just having, you know, kind of the same similar four in the past couple of seasons has been a little, I don't know, redundant. Feels like we're just doing the same thing over and over. I think 12 leaves a little room for, you know, teams you don't normally see. Maybe some outside the Power Five, maybe some in Power Five conferences that aren't as strong like the Pac 12. But I mean, more playoff always means more chaos, and more chaos means a more entertaining postseason. So I'm all on favor, but my main worry is that this is going to be the death of the bowl game. I think these a lot of teams are going to rather opt to have an extended offseason than to play in a meaningless, I don't know, Sun Bowl on December 27th or whatever. But I don't know. I hope that does, is not the case. I, I like – I think bowl games are fun for teams and for players. A good way to end the season. But, uh, you know, we'll see. But I, I'm in favor. I don't know about you, Con, but I'm in favor. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm here for it. You know, it'll it'll finally take out this just BS conversation that's been had every year when one of the teams that's in the college football playoff gets blown out, and everybody that was five, six, and seven are like, "Oh, we would have won." So it, it'll finally do away with that uh, nonsense. Um, you know what I'd like to see is I'd like to see maybe the first round be a home field advantage. Um, for the, for the higher seeded team. I think that would be something that would be really cool um, and a great way to make a lot of money uh, for, for the programs involved. Um, as of what it'll do to bowl games, um, you know, I don't think it'll really have that much detriment. There's a zillion bowl games already. So I don't know, uh, but I'm, I'm excited, uh, excited to see where, where that goes. Um, it'll be interesting to see what kind of their idea is and and as it's fleshed out a little bit more instead of just a, a proposal uh what they what they what vision um the people running it have have for the contest um but you know we'll see so the initial what i've seen the initial setup of this would be the top six conference champions so you'd have the power five conference champions or excuse me you'd have not necessarily the Power Five, but assuming that the Power Five have the top five conference champions and then a sixth conference champion from one of the group of five teams. 
Now, this is interesting because last year, Coastal was the fifth best conference champion behind Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and who was the big 12? Oklahoma, right? right. Those were the four conference champions. USC was then the Pac-12 conference champion, but they were ranked like 20-something. Coastal was ranked 12th. So technically, Coastal was the best or the fifth best, but it would be the sixth best or sixth best uh, of those conference champions. So it would have been USC, Coastal, and then the other four that I listed earlier as the conference champions. And then you would have six at-larges. From there, the first four would get buys, and then five would play 12, 6, 11, 7, 10, 8, 9. And then you'd go on from there, tournament style, um, which I like that setup. I think it's good. If you're going to do 12, that's good. I was always in favor of a 16 playoff because I thought there was a major gap between Four and five normally, but there was some iffy room there. But I definitely thought there was a major gap between six and seven. And you just give one and two buys. Um, but I like this setup because as Colin said, I think it provides one of the greatest setups we could have with home field advantage in the first round. Because it would go, say Clemson was the sixth seed playing Iowa State or whatever as the 11th seed. Iowa State travels to Clemson. We get a playoff game at home. That would be awesome in the Valley. Late December, right after Christmas, early New Year. That'd be so fun to come watch. Um, instead of traveling to Arizona or Miami or Indianapolis, wherever we go. Um, as for what it does to bowl games, I completely agree that, yeah, it probably gives the death of bowl games. But bowl games are already dead at this point, dude. You're having so many teams with players opt out. I mean, the, the UNC-Texas A&M game last year wasn't even a game. It was, it was, can UNC's B offense keep up with Texas A&M? And they almost did. And it was just – kind of unfortunate because you're like, well, what if UNC play with everybody or what if Florida had everybody in their playoff game, you know? So I think that making all of the New Year's Six Bowls a playoff game, um, I think it might be a little more beneficial and you get to see all the New Year's Six Bowls instead of just three of them be important. And then you have all of your lower tier bowls where teams obviously weren't going to make the playoffs. I think they still play those bowls and you get to do your bowl pick and whatnot. So I don't think it's going to be too detrimental. Um, it's obviously a money grab. But what at this point, what isn't a money grab? So they're going to do what they got to do. And I think it could be interesting. Um, I think it gives more people talk. And like Colin said, it's enough with that bull crap between the four and five seed. Texas A&M would have gotten clapped by Alabama last year, too. Don't act like they wouldn't have. It's just how it was. Um, so I think it'll be interesting. I don't know if it necessarily provides more competition, but who knows? Maybe we'll have an upset here or there every year. Um, and I think it'll be interesting to watch. So. That's my initial thought. But, yeah, I think the best season about – or best thing, best part about that uh, new setup is home playoff games. I think that would be awesome. Now, it does beg the question, do we have less regular season games? I mean, I could see them maybe going back to, like, a 10-game schedule like it was this past year well, with COVID um, and maybe start – because you got to give them at least, what, probably two weeks before these playoffs will start after the end of the season. Mm -hmm. Well, you still got to play out your conference championship games. So I, I could maybe see it going short into a 10, but I what I like for these top, like the top six, power five, and the, the best of the group of five conference champions getting in, it puts a lot of importance on winning your conference. Like that's a huge deal to me, at least in college football. That shows if you can't win your conference, who says you deserve to have a shot at the national title? So I think – it's going to place a lot more importance on that. And especially for these group of five teams, like you got to, got to beat everyone in your conference. I, I, everybody, that should be the goal for every team is to win your conference. Here's, I've seen an argument. I've seen an argument about this saying, 
well, this just kind of destroys the regular season importance. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You got to win every game to win your conference. <laughs> it makes it more important to me. Either you win your conference or you have one loss in conference, don't win your conference, and you're at six at large. I mean, I think it gives more opportunity over the regular season to prove yourself and maybe a short amount of time. I'm thinking maybe you go to a 10-game schedule, eight-game conference, you play your rival team. If they're out of conference, if they're out, they're out. If they're in conference, they're in. And you play one at the beginning of the year against an out-of-conference team as well whether it be Georgia, SC State, or Clemson, whoever, right? But I think you can go back to an eight-game conference schedule instead of 12. I think I think that in the end, you're probably going to see a less packed regular season schedule, which kind of stinks for tailgating and season ticket holders and whatnot, but it is what it is, and we'll see how that all works out. I think 12 with a 12-team playoff in the regular season is kind of iffy, so. Well, first off, I would be incredibly surprised um, if they consented to going below 12 games um, regular season because that's a lot of money to give up, um, especially after seeing what's happened to schools during COVID. Um, I would be immensely shocked uh, if, if they were to do less than a 12-game regular season. Um, the one issue that comes to mind immediately uh, is, is – player health and safety. Um, however, the discrepancy between the NFL season and the college season is pretty large. Um, so adding adding two or three more weeks, you know, it, it, it's just going to prepare. When you think of the top prospects, you're going to think of the guys playing on these 12 teams. Um, and so it's just going to prepare them a little better uh, to make that transition from the NFL or from college to the NFL easier. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily think you're, you're going to see a, a shorter season. I really don't think that that's possible um, for them to shorten the regular season. Uh, it, and you can justify it by saying, oh, well, this just prepares you for the NFL better. Um, and especially with all the name image likeness stuff coming out, um, the schools are going to need this money to be able to, to, pay the guys whatever they are owed um, for name, image, likeness. Uh, so as as to a shortened season, I don't think that'll happen. Um, I just don't think financially it's – it's you could make an argument for it. Fair point. Very fair point. Um, do you think that we kind of fall into a lull and you just get these top 12 powerhouses or top 15 that are always in the playoff instead of a rotation – Maybe it's a top eight with four rotating teams. I don't know. Do you think we kind of fall into that kind of lull like we had with the top – it felt like top three or top four rotating in and out every year these past few years. Do you think we kind of run into a problem there, or do you think it rotates enough and you see a lot of rotation with recruiting in college football? See, I understand where you're coming from when you say fall into a lull. Um, but that's just the nature of the beast. And, and people want to cast it as, oh, well, I'm tired of seeing these teams at the top every year. Well, if you're tired of it, do something about it. I completely agree. I completely agree for the record. Like, they're the best teams, so they should they deserve to be there. It, it doesn't matter if they're there every single year. They're there every single year because they've put in the work. They still put in the work, and they'll put in the work for the future to where they can stay there. Um, so, you know, as to that, I'm not concerned about that. Uh, you know, you can put, you can put Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State – 
and pick your next best team in the playoff every year. And you're going to see a different champion every year. That's just the nature of college. Um, sure, some teams might go back to back every now and again. Uh, but just kind of the nature of the beast with recruiting in college and how short that those that, that four, three, four years is um, for, for those athletes. I think it's just – I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I think we do see a lot more turnover in the top 12 than the top four. I mean, LSU is a national championship. You saw how their season went last year. Coastal Carolina came out of nowhere and ended up finishing top 12. I mean, I think having 12 teams leaves a lot more room for mix-up. I mean, you're still going to see the power, power, powerhouses in the top, like first one through five seeds. But I think it's going to leave a lot of teams have opportunities, a lot of group of five teams, a lot of teams that, like, say, Florida or Georgia that have been booted out time and time again. So I think I think 12 is a perfect – Maybe not a perfect number, but I think it's a better number to have some more variety in our playoff system. Yeah, I like that. The You do see a lot of turnover in the top 12, and you do have to do something about it if you're just not at the top. I mean, people get mad because Clemson's made the playoffs every year and Alabama's made the playoffs every year. Well, if the playoff system started in 2000, Ohio State and Bama probably would have been doing that thing for a while. But Clemson wasn't good until 2012 when Dabba really kind of transcended into new heights, 2013. And the playoff came around right after that. I mean, Clemson didn't make the first ever playoff, but Florida State will be back eventually. You got to think uh, you have some ACC powers to think you think will come back. LSU will obviously make their return. Um, George has been there a few times. You got to think Florida is going to get in the playoff here pretty soon. Um, teams like that. And AM, they can finally shut up. They finally make one. Uh, who knows? But I do think you see a lot more turnover with 12, and there's a lot more leeway. And I just really hope that we see some competition, not just blowouts among. I mean, I know there's going to be blowouts, but it feels like all of the playoff games recently have been absolute blowouts. I mean, we saw we saw Cincinnati give Georgia a game. Exactly. Bowl game. So, I mean, that could happen. We could have upsets like that, and we need yeah. to have like opportunities for upsets like that unc with their b team game gave a playoff contender in a and m a real run for their money um until the fourth quarter they kind of ran away but well yeah uh and clemson in what was it 2016 when they won the national championship almost lost unc in the acc championship so i think there's definitely some definitely some room for for competition there i just really hope because it feels like every one, four game has been a blowout. And I mean, normally the two, three games pretty good, but national championships have been blowouts too. So maybe you find some, maybe you find some more competition there, closer games. Um, but I think it'd be fun to see what happens. Um, all right, enough of that. Let's give, let's give a little time to the NHL and NBA. Um, Jack, you want to start with NBA? You want me to go NHL first? I'll run to the NBA real quick. Um, so uh, we'll start. Nets are leading 2-1 uh, against the Bucks. Uh, the game currently played today. Bucks won, so the t- series is tied. Or no, it's end of third quarter, sorry. Kyrie, Kyrie had to leave that game early because he got hurt. I did see that. So now they're down two, Harden and Kyrie. Could be interesting. But, yeah, the Bucks are leading at the end of third quarter, so this series could be tied. Uh, Suns are absolutely putting the beating on Nuggets. They're up 3-0 currently. About to go for the sweep. They're getting the sweep tonight. Don't ask me. Tonight? Oh, okay. I take. But uh, 
Did y'all see? Did y'all see the Suns uh, Nuggets fan fight the other night as well? Yeah. Uh, the Nuggets fan had the high ground, chirping the Suns fan below him, and the Suns fan just says, "You know what? I'm tired of this." Starts throwing a couple punches, grabs him, pulls him down, is beaten on his head, and to the camera, looking directly at the person video, he goes, "Suns in four. Imagine being a Nuggets fan, getting your ass beat, and then the Suns fan saying Suns and four right over your head, just as he's pounded you. I mean, Suns, the Nuggets are done. Nuggets just go home. But uh, it ain't that serious, though. It ain't that serious. Like, I mean, I, I, the Nuggets, it was the Nuggets fan's fault. He started the chirping. At yeah. Least, you know. But hey, but I think the Suns, the Suns are definitely, I think they're going to finish off that series, whether it's in four or five. I think the Suns are definitely headed to the conference finals. Um, Jazz are up 2-1 on the Clippers, but the Clippers just got a big win last night. Uh, if, if you all saw the video, Kawhi looking like an absolute zombie, but they're up 30 points. I mean, man is locked in. Pretty sure he's a robot, but. I think he is. What a duel, baby. And then uh, our last series, 76ers up 2-1. Hawks, you know, they, they surprised everyone game one, but Sixers have put, you know, put them away the past two games. Yeah, I think, Sixers, I think Sixers are taking it away. Yeah, the Sixers put them in their place the last two games. I don't think that's going to be much of a series. I really hope it is. I want to see Atlanta win. They're, they're a more fun team to watch than Philly for me. I'm sorry. I just don't like Philly. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge Philly fan as well, but, I mean, the B is just putting up numbers the past couple games. Yeah. I got to respect that. But, but who knows? I mean, we got some tight series everywhere except for, you know, the Suns, but should be some exciting matchups as we go further on. Um, I'm just telling you, Chris Paul and Devin Booker are not taking no for an answer this year until they meet the Nets, obviously. But I don't know. Bucks, Bucks are giving the Nets the business right now. If the guys keep going out for them, Kyrie, James Harden, could be a little trouble in paradise. That is very true. Very true. Um, all right, boys. I think this is this is going to be a little fun one to talk about. Uh, let's just get right into it. I'm not even going to fool around. NHL. Colin, 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 Colin. After we signed off last week, OT starts, and no more than six minutes later, your Habs, the Montreal Canadiens, are into the semifinals of the Stanley Cup playoffs after a 4-0 sweep of the Winnipeg Jets. It's been a fun run. Um, I've enjoyed it. It's been been fun watching some some good Canadian hockey. Um, you know, I think, I think you're about to run into a brick wall at the Vegas Knights. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think the sun is setting on a, on a beautiful season. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we, if we get sweeped here. Um, what? but it's been, it's been a pleasure. Vegas, uh, for, for Vegas, me to watch. Vegas. Um, as Jack alluded to his Vegas Knights have taken down in is it six games? It was six seven. games. I was calling seven, but they did it in six. Six games. Taking down the Stanley Cup favorites. After being – was it down – were they down 2-0 or was it one? Down 2-0. Down 2-0. Essentially – well, not essentially. Did sweep them from there and won the series 4-2 in game six in Vegas. Taking out, as I said, the Stanley Cup favorites and the Colorado Avalanche, setting up a thunderous – electric series with the extremely hot Montreal Canadiens. This one's going to be a fun way to track over the next couple of weeks, boys. 
Hey, I mean, we got we got to take care of business. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to all this. You know, Habs just gonna get swept. How about a friendly? How about a friendly over. wager? Any friendly wagers? Oh boy, what what, what could this? I'm be? not a, I'm not a degenerate. <laughs> I think the losers should have to get pepper sprayed, eh? Hey, I still have to do that. You say yeah, so double time for him when they lose. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was kind of why I brought that up, Colin. I don't know why I just thought of that, but we've already discussed this. We have to wait for you to get back, so I don't have to listen to you bitch and moan for the next ten years. I mean, you are known for doing that, Clark. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> that was one time. That's all I gotta say. One time for four years. I mean, I'm still just saying, to this day. Never... To this day. I'm just saying like, about it. I'm just saying, there was never a punishment decided that. To this day. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah. To this day, watch. There was never a punishment decided that year, and then I leave for one weekend, and Collins in the middle of a pond in a neighborhood in Greenville, South Carolina. And 30 degree weather, like what do you freaking do? Ooh. Were you also not there for the Wendy's fish sandwich? I think you were gone for that one. Oh too. yeah, that one too. Yeah, when y'all left the dorm that I lived in. Yeah, and I then, will say that was that was a rough one. The Wendy's fish yeah, they, it took them a while. They went to the back to find that thing. That and it came, that it what came out bone like a dirty sock. Like it was, was that fancy punishment, or did Collins decide to do that? So he was stupid. No, that was fantasy. Punishment. I think. That would, yeah, that definitely was a fantasy punishment, but okay, it's a rough one. I, I, I mean, it wasn't as bad as mine, but that was a rough one. Yeah, Jack. For the record, you do have the worst fantasy punishment of all time. I don't, I don't wish that upon my worst enemy. I, 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 would, I think I would rather get pepper sprayed. If I'm being honest, counting to ten thousand on a live stream and getting random materials dumped on you, <laughs> it's, it's a bit traumatic even to talk about. So, especially when Kong is the one concocting those random materials. <laughs> I will say the worst one was the jelly. I don't know what it was, but that smell made me gag so much. Not the tomato soup. The tomatoes, that one was rough too. That one was rough. Starting out with Greek yogurt just set, set a bad tone. Then we left you out there in the 45 degree weather with Greek yogurt. <laughs> it was middle of January. I was freezing my balls off. But uh, All right. Anyways, enough fantasy football talk. Um, we'll get into that when time comes. Uh, anyways. Yeah, okay. Y'all don't have to wager anything. I guess fine. Who cares? You know, we all I mean, perfect Vegas is gonna win, so I don't want Colin to lose anything. Um, yeah. And the other side of things, you have the reigning Stanley Cup chance going up against I uh, yeah, I'm saying it now, my Islanders. I'm on the Isles this year, boys. We're going to I'll the Valley. RIP the Preds then. Well, the Preds didn't deserve my support. I'm on the Islanders this year. They are currently winning 2 nothing late in the third period against the Tampa Bay Lightning in game one and Tampa Bay. They're setting the tone for game one uh, for the entire series. I love what the Isles are doing. We're going to Borelli's boys. Isles all the way. Don't care who we match up against in the Stanley Cup Finals. It's going to happen. It's their year. It's just their year. I just, wrote, I just wrote another death wish for the Isles, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely uh... – I went from the Preds, then I went to the Avalanche, now I'm on the Isles. And it's oh, they're, they're down 3-2. What happened? <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, that'd be tough. Uh, let's see. Oklahoma, softball champs. Anybody want to provide an out? Florida State soiled it, man. Absolutely <laughs> soiled it. They really talk did. About, talk about horrible play. 
Florida State <laughs> shortstop single-handedly destroyed their hopes at winning a national championship. She played so bad in games two and three. It's ridiculous. Colin, I gotta find her name. If Colin's gonna attack her this much, we gotta find her name. Colin, I bet she would beat your ass, dude. All she had to do is throw the ball to second base, get our get the third out. What does she do? She pump fakes to second, throws late to first, and then and then uh, Oklahoma goes on to like hit a home run or something, or ends up scoring like five runs in an inning. I love how I I just googled Florida State softball shortstop. First article that comes up. Florida State shortstop Josie Muffley makes the greatest tag you may ever see. <laughs> <laughs> he did that tag though. That that tag was very impressive. But yeah, so Josie Muffley, it seems like she got injured. Home plate collision. I did not watch the game, so I I, I can't talk too much about it. But I think it was that. No, you know what's some BS? I actually like watching softball World Series because I find it kind of interesting. Game three. The deciding game of the softball World Series was on at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Actually, I, I watched game Wednesday. two, but I didn't I didn't get to see game three. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, just because of that timing, I didn't get to see game three. What's up with that? I don't, I don't understand that. That's just pathetic. Um, another sports news we got to bring up. The Euros have started. Um, soccer, basically the World Cup for Europe, um, or just Europe-based. Uh, second game of the tournament, Denmark is playing Finland, and world-renowned soccer star Christian Eriksen collapses uh, mid-first half on the pitch. Um, very scary scene. Um, good news is he is okay. Uh, he went into cardiac arrest, they found out later, um, and had to use a defibrillator. Is that right? Correct, yes. And I just want to say shout-out that medical staff. They reacted. A great time. Uh, shout out the players too. Surround him. Make sure cameras weren't too much involved. But uh, hey, learn CPR. Everyone should learn CPR. It is a life-saving technique. Um, everywhere, not just healthcare workers. Everyone everywhere should know CPR. That's I, I can't pronounce his name exactly right. His his last name is it's spelled like Kajer, or I don't know exactly how you say it. Um, but he performed CPR on Christian Erickson almost immediately after collapse. And saved him from swallowing his tongue. Apparently, is the word um, received. So glad to know he's glad to know he is okay. Very scary scene. Um, good job by the ref to react and see that happen. Stop the match immediately. The medical team get out there immediately. That's just scary to think about how that just happens out of nowhere. Um, but glad to know he's okay. So yes, CPR great technique. Great technique to learn. Um, Oh, not the Euros going on. Early start to the tournament. We'll keep you updated when the U.S. doesn't do anything because we don't live in Europe. We might let you know if South Korea does something. That's that might think different, though. About to, say, <laughs> about to say, we'll let you know if South Korea does something that they uh, make it to the Euros. I don't know if they're there, though. Um, boys, I want to apologize real quick because last week I said I didn't know how to pronounce the first name of the women's open champ, U.S. Women's Open champ. She goes by Yuka. It's Yuka Sasso. I saw her name, and it's, it was much longer. Um, so I don't know what I saw. Maybe her shorter name is Yuka. Maybe I'm just dumb. But her name is Yuka Sasso. So shout out 19-year-old Yuka Sasso. Uh, let's go to this fight, these fights. Jack, I know you want to talk about 
Bryce Hall. We can talk about the fake fights or the real fights. Should we well, get the let's, fake let's, let's hop into Bryce Hall real quick so we can you can talk about him and give us the fantastic tip. I mean, this past weekend we saw uh, they had a YouTubers versus TikTokers event. It goes about six or seven fights of a YouTuber versus a TikToker. That is and um twenty one thing of all time. Yeah, I think that's uh, a that's boxing that there. <laughs> Boxing is just taking a brutal beating to guys that just think they can box. Mm-hmm. The YouTubers took a huge dub, uh, six to one. Thanks, Deji, for ruining that uh, clean card for the YouTubers. But uh, did you hold in fight, he was like, "I'm a failure." He was he was like in tears almost. So he, he let he let the world down. Just kidding. No one really cares. But, uh, Taylor Holder and Bryce Hall were the two big TikTokers of all. Probably the two most well known names. Um, Taylor Holder put on an absolutely embarrassing showing, landed only like 16 punches. But somehow, his match uh, ended in a draw. Yes, yeah, so technically it was, wasn't it technically 5-1-1, one, one, but there was really 6-1. to one. Yeah, I don't know how you can draw only landing, I, I think it was 16 or 18 punches, I don't know. Yeah, that was some BS. And then the Bryce Hall, Austin McBroom, the, you know, the main, main event, if you can call it that, it was absolutely just pitiful. Bryce Hall claiming he's been – this is the biggest thing. Bryce Hall has claims he's been in 40 street fights. 40? Like, what? Like, that literally was just like – they were, like, announcing, like, they said height, weight, uh, how many TikTok followers he has, and then said, been in 40 street fights. <laughs> like, sabermetric stats like, right there. Does he go home to his scribe and just, like, make a tally mark of – like how many fights he's fought on the street. And he's like 20 years old. And I feel like 40 street fights, that's got to be like every other week. <laughs> <laughs> or like at least multiple times, like a month. Like, what are you doing? And there's, after seeing a box, no shot, he's won 40 street fights. So, but yeah, he absolutely got, got a shit rocked by Austin McBroom. Uh, he, he claims that it was not a proper knockout because Austin McBroom did kind of throw him to the ground. But after like a six punch combo, broke his nose, bleeding everywhere, I think the ref just had enough. And then he had the audacity to ask the ref, "Why did you call the fight?" Oh yeah, there's a there's a awesome meme of just like him wide eyed, just like what what? <laughs> the face eight times in a row and didn't get your gloves up. So, um, I, I just I felt dumber watching it. It's always good to see. All right, all right question. Hang on before I before I make that point. What was worse, the Mayweather Paul fight or this entire event? Oh, this this entire event. This this entire event made me lose brain cells. The Paul fight didn't make you lose brain cells. I want the zero dollars back that I spent yesterday. I mean, Logan Paul and May- no. May- at least look athletic. I mean, these guys, these guys, no. a nice gust of wind would knock them over. You can't say you don't. You want the money back for yesterday. You have to demand being paid to watch that for yesterday. We can demand we get our money back for the Paul fight that we didn't spend any money on, but we have to demand that we get paid for what, what we watched yesterday. Because I mean, fought- events like that just shouldn't happen ever again. Yeah, like, there doesn't need to be. And Charlemagne the God being the whatever like announcer for the event, it was just terrible. I wouldn't expect anything less from YouTube All Star uh, YouTube. All-Stars, TikTok, All-Stars fight. So um, let's go into real fighting, um, UFC. Nate Diaz was on the card, boys. And 
if the dude would just stop taunting just one time, he might win a fight. The dude can take an absolute killing. Come back in rounds four and five and make it seem like he has a chance. Almost knocks out his opponent, Leon Edwards. Gives him a really good punch late fifth round. And decides instead of going after him while Leon's, you know, wobbling like a penguin. He just stands there and starts taunting him again instead of trying to knock him out, which would have secured him the win out of nowhere because he was already down 4-0 in the fight. So, um, any thoughts on Nate Diaz? I mean, he's he's kind of weird. He's just mooned Leon Edwards a bunch of times in the fight. I just got to say, uh, thank goodness he doesn't have AIDS or else that would be really bad because that man bleeds like no tomorrow every time he fights. It's just a bloodbath. It's very true. Um. You know who else, you know who's really sus though? Israel Adesanya. The main thought about you first, I That's the first thing you said. Michael like, a little louder? Yeah, Clark is sus. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. All right, guys. Anyways, Israel Adesanya main fight uh, against Vettery, uh, the Italian. Um, Israel absolutely dominated the entire fight as the champion uh, predict was predicted to. Um, but had a little couple couple of moments late in the fight, late in rounds, where he was just he was being different. Um, kind of reminded me of when Christian Wilkins kind of went up that guy's butthole in the Oklahoma game. Yeah, that that was you you could call that sus. Yeah, Israel reached around when he was pinned on the cage by Vettery and just kind of he gave him a little a little uh, butt squeeze. So you know, a little slap ass. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess nothing wrong with it, but it felt like something was wrong with it. So anyways, <laughs> it, it didn't seem like we got a lot of quality fighting last night. It was either taunting, sus, or horrible with the TikTokers and YouTubers. So I don't know. The fight- we got to talk about the, the injury. We got to talk about the injury too. Oh, yes. The broken arm. What was his name? Hill. Jamal. Jamal, uh, Jamal Hill, but it's spelled like Jamal, I don't know, D- different, different spelling. Yeah, so he's he's on the ground pinned in an arm bar, and his arm is obviously snapped, but he's still fighting with the other hand, and the ref doesn't see his arm snapped, I don't think. The ref finally waves it off, and Jamaha Hill brings his arm down, and it's just, like, bent the other way. It is just a noodle. Like, his elbow bulge is, like, uh, it looks like Mount Everest coming out of his elbow, and it's just bent the wrong way, so... That was interesting, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, it's not a proper UFC uh, UFC match. There's not a good, gruesome, absolutely insane injury you've never seen before. So nothing will ever beat the dude's leg just snapping after one leg kick and land on it. Oh, Chris Weidman, RIP. Not RIP, he's still alive. Hopefully, I mean it's gonna be hard to live after that one. To be honest, that, that you think that's gonna hurt him forever? Like you think that would hurt forever? I feel like he just doesn't walk the same. Ever again. It might be similar, but not the same. Mm. Yeah, tough road. back in the day, like if you suffered an injury like that, your your life is over. Or you just gotta hobble along. <laughs> Hope not to get eaten. Like before by- modern like before modern medicine, you're just like done for. Thank you, Colin. Can't get a job <laughs> Thank you, Colin. Get a job. Yeah, that's our first concern. <laughs> I, I mean, you're pretty much to, like, dead. 
I thought you were talking about like prehistoric times. I didn't know we well, were that too. That too. You're you're just dead. That too. You're just you're tiger bait. Some creature's gonna come along and eat you. Maybe they use you as bait to draw in their next meal. So you are useful in some way. Maybe they just eat you. It comes to it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for that great point, Colin. Do we have any more any more uh, any more points we want to talk about? Or are we we ready to wrap up? I think let's wrap this thing up. It's getting to be a little bit of a longer episode. I know. We, we kind Every of, time we say it's going to be a short episode, it never is. No, I know. All right, last words. Wrap us up. Um. Yeah, we might. Not sure when you hear from us again. Hopefully soon. We'll probably have another another pod here. We'll like to wrap up all these playoff matchups. But, uh, you know, we're getting into the heart of summer. Like I said last week, get outside, enjoy some sun, and uh, we'll see you soon. It's always a pleasure to be back recording another episode. Um, you know, if, if we if we don't scare off all of our listeners after this episode, uh, we'll be happy. Um, thanks again, guys, for listening. You made it this far. We appreciate it. We appreciate the support. Uh, stay tuned for for some updates um, concerning future episodes. Uh, just be ready. Um, follow us on Instagram on the Hill Podcast. Uh, and let's get after it. Yeah, as Colin said, um, I hope we don't scare you off after what we're about to insert into this episode. Um, so hopefully you enjoy the the absolute pummeling of the questions that we ask, as well as um, some funny comments, some funny moments. And, uh, you know, until, until we are on the mic again, who knows when that will be, um, hopefully sooner rather than later, we uh, – We appreciate you listening as always. And until next time, peace out. Love you guys. We're joined by a guest today, um, my girlfriend, Becca Foster. Becca, how are you doing? Good to have you on the show for the first time. Thanks. Glad to finally be included. Doing good. That sounded so subtle. (laughs) All right, she's done. Kick her off. Yeah, that's enough. enough. Um, We decided to have Becca on because there was really nothing else to talk about. No, I'm just kidding. We want to have some fun, um, and not that she doesn't know any, any sports. She's actually a very sports-oriented person, but we decided that we want to ask her 10 questions about sports and see what she knows, um, see if we can get some funny answers out of her, see if she is maybe smarter than we all thought. Um, Becca, for the record, I'm going to give you a dollar for each of these questions you get right. Oh, wow. So there's, there's some added incentive for you to actually uh, try here. I That's just Clark. Try. I'm not paying you. I never I heard. You. I heard a dollar from all of you is what I heard. You heard wrong. Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to leave, guys. I'll see you all later. Uh-huh. Oh, dang. Wi-Fi's cutting out. Becca, do you want to introduce yourself anymore? Like, say where you're from. Say um, Sure. Um, so my name is Becca, obviously. I'm from Greenville, like all the rest of these guys. Um, right now, I'm in Texas. So another part of the world besides them. Yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> also a former RHS JB volleyball star, even though it was only two year career, but <laughs> hey, you know what? All I gotta say is JB stars won more than these little guys on their varsity football team ever won. So I mean I mean oh, yeah, I didn't cry at least we're on JV. Oh my so god. Oh, yeah. All right. How about we wait, what about powder puff? I think she was like powder puff beast. Yeah, I heard she was a little aggressive with uh, the part of coaches. I don't know. Just to remember there. 
She may or may not get kicked out of a powder puff game. And proceed to punch the coach multiple times. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Just rumors flying around. Yeah, hey, there's no record of anything, so. All right, let's get into this. All right, Colin. Um, okay, Becca. We're just going to go straight into it. Your first question is going to be, what does the NBA stand for? National Basketball Association. Oh, God, this is not good. Damn. That was calm. That'll make you look dumb, Clark. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, good start. You have earned a dollar. Thanks. Three dollars. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I okay. Anyways, no, you earned a dollar. Um, how many players are on the field for a football team at one time? Eleven. Oh, we hang on now. Sheesh. This hey. is not good for content. <laughs> Clark wrote these ones. Clark wrote these ones. Clark wrote these ones. I can't Clark wrote these I'm an idiot. I mean in that's what the streets are saying. I don't know. I've I've heard some very bad answers from you before. I'm just saying. Wow. Wow. Um, okay. This is not the start I expected after two questions. I'm in the hole already. Um, okay. Becca, if you get this one right, we might just end the episode. All right. What color flag is waved at the end of a NASCAR race? Oh. Checkerboard. Wow. All right, Clark, get to the questions me and Colin wrote. <laughs> you guys seriously think I live under a rock? Yes. Clark is the one that wrote all these questions. You, wow, Clark, you really think I'm the dumbest person alive, don't you? Yeah, I do. Wow. Okay. You all know right. what? Podcast. Tension with a knife. Oh, man. Oh. All right. You know what? We're just cutting to it. Screw my questions. How long is the Indianapolis 500, Becca? 500 miles. <laughs> oh, all right, we got her. <laughs> was I wrong? No, that was no, that was Colin's question for the record. It was not my question. I thought it was right. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh, so much for content. Sorry. <laughs> um, who was the coach before Dabo Sweeney at Clemson? Didn't know. Yeah, no. Was it Danny Ford? Oh, all right, now we got her, boys. We got her, boys. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, we got her. Becca owes us a dollar now. Becca, second guess. I'll give you 50 cents if you get this one right. Uh, what does it start with? No, that's not how this works. It starts with coach. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bobby Bowden. Oh, she's wrong. I do know that. No, you don't. No, you don't. Hey, he's related. You were close. They're related to Bobby Bowden. Tommy. Tommy Bowden, yeah. Bobby was at Florida State. The worst Bowden. Bobby was at Florida State. See, you're not – you almost had it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Finally, okay, what am I down now? $4? That's pretty bad. Do five questions. I thought we were going to be better than this. Can you name our current basketball or baseball coach at Clemson? Uh, yeah, Brad Browno and Leggett. Is he still there? <laughs> no, he's not still there. I got one right, so. I mean, I did say or, so you did. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. 
Well, who is it? Who's the baseball friend? Monty Lee. He I sh- didn't. He shouldn't be. Give us your take on Monty Lee, Becca. Do you think he should still be here? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, give us a hot take. <clears throat> a hot she take? wants him fired. She wants him fired. I don't know how long he's been there. She's nodding yes right now. She wants finally fired. <laughs> too long. He's been there too long. All right, Becca, where are the Olympics this year? We don't have the Olympics this year. <laughs> <laughs> Trick question. They're not coming. No, incorrect. The Olympics were canceled last year when they were supposed to be. They're still in the same spot as they're, they were supposed to be last year, though. So isn't it, we do have- isn't it like seal sale in China? Okay, no, and Seoul <laughs> is not in China either. It's in Korea, South Korea. The good Korea. Um, you're in the right continent, though. What continent? Europe. Is what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's in Europe. Korea's not in Europe. China's not in Europe. Oh, Asia. <laughs> She's making his last questions. Back. Oh, no. <laughs> it's in Tokyo, Japan. What what continent is Japan in, Becca? Asia. There you go. Not Europe. <laughs> um what sport? Excuse me. Sports. I read the question wrong. What sports did Michael Jordan play? Basketball. And What? We're waiting. Help you here, Becca. <clears throat> well, we're waiting. Basketball and what? Tennis. Wow. Tennis. <laughs> Tennis. That was that was your best guess. Yeah. No, that is incorrect. He played basketball and baseball. I only said baseball. He also, he also wasted a lot of money golfing. Um, I would have given golfing as well, but incorrect. Uh, I think I'm down seven dollars, boys. There's eight. I've got another question I want to ask. What state is the Kentucky Derby ran in? Kentucky. Wrong. That's incorrect. <laughs> Whoa! What? No, I'm just kidding. You're right. You're right. She got it. She got it. Oh. <laughs> Um, I think I'm at 11 questions now, even though I said 10. So I'm going to ask you one more. And I'm going to be disappointed if you can't do this one. I think I've done this with you before, so you have to do it again. Can you name three current Braves players? Oh. Uh, yeah. Ronald Acuna Jr., Freddie Freeman, Dancy Swanson. Keep going. Keep going. She knows more. Uh, Azuna. Azuna, whatever his oh. name is. Oh. Wow. You're going to mention him right now? Oh. Wow. That's a tough. That's a tech. That's a toughie right there. Oh, uh, subject. Big, big Azuna supporter, Becca. Who knew? What did he do? Tested uh, recently. He, he may or may not have beat up his wife. What is what? Innocent until proven guilty. His wife assaulted him in the past, though. Let's just put that out there. Let's look. Yes. We hey, can. just evening up the score. They've been they've been tra- they've been trading domestic violence charges. Blow for blow. You better not get that on the podcast. That is. <laughs> <laughs> They're going we back and support. forth like Venus 
Serena Williams on the court. <laughs> oh my word! I like a disclaimer: we do not support anything Marcelo has may or may not have done. We are just for legal reasons. We are we are very very <laughs> we are very against domestic violence. <laughs> I can't. All right, let's time out. Um, Becca, that went way too good for you. Um, All right, I got a bonus question. If, if, if this went way too good for her, yeah, go for it. Spell our quarterback DJ's last name. DJ Ungalu. U N. Wait, hang on, hang on. Stop. stop U N. Stop. Stop. U N. That's wrong. All right, go for it. DJ Ungalalai. Ben, start with a U. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> just remember. Yeah, no, it start with an O. No, no, it starts with a U. It starts with a U. Yeah, oh, why'd you guys tell me down then? Okay, Un U N. No. G. No. U N J. There's no N. U Ungalai. U A. No. Nope. U L. No. <laughs> I don't know. All right, the next letter is I. U I. L. No. No. <laughs> you guys don't even know how to spell it. You're probably. I, I have it written down right in front of me. I have it written down. It's a lot. U I. A. Becca, Becca, stop. Becca, stop. Maybe this will help you a little bit. Ui Ungalale. Ui. U I O. Ui. <laughs> no. This is uh, this is just not going well. Well, you don't get the bonus question. Ah. Uh, would you like to hear the correct spelling? Uh, yes, please. I would like to hear you say it without reading it. Actually. Well, I've I I know what it is now, but <laughs> but it's U I A G A L E L E I. I was close. It's more like Uiagalele, but I think you get the Anga. I don't know where the pronunciation goes in there, but but yeah, you didn't get the bonus question. I, I would have given you a hundred bucks, but you didn't get it, so sorry. Uh, next time, Becca, I'll just win forty bucks off you, like I won off Mike. Becca, how long is a two by four hundred? I don't even know. Four by four hundred is that a real race, Colin? Yes, the four by four is a real race. Four by four. How long? That's a that's a mile. No. No. Well, yeah, it is four laps of four hundred meters. A uh, lap is four hundred meters. She might have got us there. I did a mile of sixteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong, Colin? We'll, we'll edit this part out. <laughs> well, technically, you're wrong, but no, you're not wrong. Oh, shut her down, Colin. A mile. Okay. A, a mile is technically sixteen hundred and nine point four four meters. Oh, Ooh, that nine point four four. Let's go. Three, <laughs> Let's go. Three four, not four four. Let's go! <laughs> well, you guys were totally. Morgan, I totally knew that. Yeah, I, I knew that. I just wanted Colin to say it. Mm-hmm. Becca, can you tell me who won the college football national championship last year? Are you kidding me? Honestly, <laughs> uh, oh. Alabama. Just kidding. Why is it these questions? <laughs> That took way too long. Who was the number one pick in this year's NFL draft, Becca? Uh, I'm not an idiot. Trevor Lawrence. 
<laughs> what if she's like, I'm not an idiot, Justin Fields. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what what team did he go to? Jaguars. What year were they established? <laughs> <laughs> 1961. Wait, hang on. That's like before most NFL teams. Oh, well, what's the year? No one knows. 99 or 2000 something. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like 98 or 99. They're a very I'm, new team. They're I, one of the guys. Best. I don't know when they're. I mean, they really. They, they, you might as well say they were founded this year. I mean, this is why we need it. We need like an intern guy that we can shit on and make do look up. 1995. There. We were all wrong. Oh, I was close. Yeah. What did you say back in 1962? Uh, 61, but you know, close enough. It's just like before the NFL was even established. That was like, that was like the NFL AFL merger. That was before. Oh. Yeah. All right, Becca. I have a question for you. We're okay. just gonna keep rounding them off because I want to feel like, you know, we're getting. Because you want to look. Dumber than you thought I was. You want me to look dumber than you thought? Yeah, kind of. All right, name name one Brooklyn Nets, the best team in basketball right now. Name one player. One player on the Brooklyn Nets. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> if Danny Green's on the Nets, I'm going to be kind of pissed. I think he's... No, he's on the Sixers. Okay, well, she's wrong. What huh. is, there, is there a... Wait, who is who there? Was, Daniel on the Nets. Wait, is that Daniel Forkma's guy? No, that's not. His name isn't Daniel, is it? Jeff Green is on the. Oh darn it! I just said one. Not other than Jeff Green. <laughs> name in Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> John. No Johns. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, people. Do you name have- a basketball player other than LeBron? Like honestly. Uh yeah. Kobe Bryant. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, peace. Rest in peace. Cool. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> wow. What about Michael Jordan? I thought he stopped playing. currently playing, I meant. Currently. Yeah. Oh, I know he's done playing. Kobe's not currently playing. <laughs> playing we're with not Jesus. laughing about Kobe being dead. We're laughing the fact she said Kobe and we were talking about non current players. Okay, anyways. Playing some one ones with Jesus right now. I, I know, I know. That was bad. I'm sorry. Back like a current NBA player, please, besides LeBron James. Zion Williams. Well, yeah, Zion. <laughs> Can you name a current player in the playoffs that made this year's playoffs? I named someone in the NBA. How much money do you want? Um, Richard. <laughs> You got, I, need a, I need a last name, too. I don't even know if there's a Richard in the playoffs, to be honest with you. Richard Thomason. All right. There's <laughs> that. That's going oh. nowhere. Oh, okay. My question before Jack cut me off was, how, or how do you get an albatross in golf? Oh, no, I definitely know this. Um... Isn't that a hole in one? No. Oh, that's then that's three under. A hole in one is a hole in one. Okay, wasn't an albatross three under? She is kind of, yeah, she's right. You're correct. What on what par do you score an albatross? Like what kind of par hole? Four. No. 
That would be a hold one. Okay. Well, do some quick maths. There we go. There we go. <laughs> what common animal is used in golf as a bird? Yeah. Okay. Obviously. What is an albatross? That was a thing in a book. It's actually a symbol of like bad luck if you're around around your neck. That's good. That's that's Linda Kirkland for you right there. Hey, yeah, you're right. You drilled that stuff in my mind. All right, Colin, hit her with some impossible track questions. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> what athlete won the 100-meter dash and the long jump on the same day at the Olympics? Uh, the guy from Kenya. Forgot his name. <laughs> well, no, he's from the United States. <laughs> oh, I have a guess, but I won't say it. Well, you can go ahead and guess. There's no way I'm gonna know who won the, the thing. <laughs> We're just gonna bring up all kinds of names. Uh, Bruce Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's Kaylin, by the way. Or, but it Bruce at the time. But uh, move on. <laughs> um, let's see. Who currently holds the world record in the 100-meter dash? The same guy who we're waiting on the answer from Colin for. <laughs> no. no. It's just the one I was talking about, though. Who is no. the someone you're talking about? <laughs> you guys know. Not from Kenya. No, we don't. Yeah, this guy from Kenya that, yeah, we're supposed to know. Now, if we're talking about the, like, marathon, you, you might be in the – close ballpark but we're not talking about the marathon here how long is a marathon becca uh isn't it 25.2 miles no so close very close though what is it 25.6 no that's further sure. well closer, not closer what 26.2 yeah there you go there she goes um Tom, do you mind give us the answer to that because i don't know the answer either so uh, which one the <laughs> The one question you asked, like oh, Jesse Owens. <laughs> oh yes, Jesse. Oh, I should. Oh, known. oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should have known that. Honestly, I should have. Jesse Owens. Uh, let's yeah. see. Let's see. Uh, Raced against the Nazis. Come on, Becca. What? What? What country? Or what? What country and/or slash former country holds the world record for the men's hammer throw? <laughs> Germany. Which which half of Germany? Oh, she was close. You were you were in the right ballpark, but which half? East. Correct. This is BS, dude. What what continent is Kenya on? Africa. What is Kenya's neighboring country to the north? <laughs> this has now become a geography class. Uh, Chad. I don't know. <laughs> so no. pull the map. What do we say to the north of Kenya? Uh, oh, not even close. Not even close. Oh, it's not close. No. Uh, none of you guys knew it either. So, you know. Actually, wait. She's not that far off. It's to the northwest. But Ethiopia is the one to the north. Ah. Uh. Um. Becca, can you name the state above Texas? Oklahoma. 
Can you name to the state to the east of Texas? To the right. That's the right. To the right? Uh, Alabama? No. Name below Texas. There's nothing below Texas. Mexico. Good. I was oh. there. What, what item on the McDonald's menu has made the most amount of comebacks? Chicken nugs. No. <laughs> um, the McRib. The yep, McRib. The McRib. Is, there, is there really the McRib? Yeah. That or the Shamrock Shake, but I'm pretty sure it's the McRib. I know my fast food, people. How many calories are in a McRib? <laughs> <laughs> Probably like 600. How many? 400? I don't know. Why, why am I looking up how many calories are in the McRib? We're just asking questions we don't know. <laughs> oh, 500. Close, Becca. Uh, Becca's on if a you, day. If you average out my uh, answers, it's 480. Yeah, Clark owes you like 50 bucks by now. Uh, yeah, for just, just Clark, not me and Colin. No, I think you guys, I think you guys also take me out to dinner. Who won? The UEFA Champions League this year. I don't even know what UEFA is. What sport? Soccer. Okay, who won yeah. the Champions League this year? Brazil. No. Brazil, that's a that's a country. Chelsea. Yeah. Mm. Um. Wow. Okay. Who won the first Super Bowl, Becca? First Super Bowl. I gotta go. Give you a hint. It wasn't the Lions. Uh, of course it's not. They don't want anything. Kick her off the Zoom. <laughs> um, probably like the Jets. No. The New York. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Eagles. No. One last guess. The Tigers. Correct. Who did they play in that game? Uh, the Seahawks. No. I don't know. What what team do they start with? They have been in a recent Super Bowl. I'll give you a hint. That doesn't help. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jets. They have not been in a recent Super Bowl, so. Their colors are the same as ketchup and mustard. Patrick Mahomes. Quarterback. Texas Tech. <laughs> what was that? Uh, it was a hint. It was a hint that just went right over your head. Oh. Um, you know uh, who Patrick Mahomes plays for? It's the Red Something. <laughs> That's the team name. The Red Something. But they're, Red they're, their mascot looks like an arrow, right? Close. Getting closer. Uh, I don't know what their team name is called. Um, it's three words. I don't know about that one. Boys. Oh, oh my! my. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Last guess. Uh, what's the, the first leader word? of a tribe, a Native American tribe? Jesus Christ! The Chiefs. It's the Chiefs. <laughs> The Chiefs. That's only two words, not three. Kansas. Kansas City, City Chiefs. Uh, at least I knew their. At least I knew their thing was an arrow. All right, Becca. Can you name how many? Or can you tell me how many uh, World Series titles the Braves have? None. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, they have two. I wish that was correct. Oh, my. They have six. Oh. They have one. Thank you. <laughs> when was it? Before we were alive. Good. Okay. This went shockingly worse than I thought it was going to be. Um, I want to take the hit for this one. I thought it would be better content. But my girlfriend has come on here and absolutely shown me up. Um, yeah. All the boys out there, respect your girlfriends on my Clark. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jack. I know I respect her. I just didn't respect her sports knowledge enough. So I will apologize for that, Becca. Congratulations. But I'll pay you like 10 bucks. Thanks. Sorry I didn't give you guys the content you were you were looking for. Yeah, I know. Sometimes you just got to, like, you know, give us content instead of just being right. But okay, next. Since you brought up Kobe Bryant, it really, you know, kind of brought the podcast down. <laughs> Made us all sad. I mean, not only did she get all these answers right, she also brought up Marcelo Zuna and Kobe Bryant. Yeah, Becca, big Ozuna supporter. Yeesh. No. That's yeah. you. All right. Um, any final questions that we want to try and answer? Or no? Uh, when does uh, Jeff Bezos go up to space? <laughs> um, I can't tell you that kind of information. Oh, classified? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Becca, thank you for coming on the podcast. I'm glad that you showed us all up. And uh, maybe if you, you know, ever decide to come on here again, I'm going to ask you an impossible question. All right. I do what I can. Sorry to uh, be disappointing, but thanks for having me on. Enjoy your day at work. Excuse me, or should I say night at work for 12 hours tonight? The oh. next 12 hours sucks for you. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. Okay, Becca, thank you. Goodbye.